the Truly Whole Heal Your Soul podcast. I'm your host, Mira Luna, and I want to thank you for joining me for another episode. In today's episode, I talk about our leaders, particularly our spiritual leaders, and how our need for them to be perfect is actually doing us and them more harm than it is doing any good. But before we dive into that, If you're new here, please subscribe to get updates on new episodes, and if you're on iTunes, please give the show a five-star rating and review. It's quick and free for you and a massive help to me. Please feel free to follow me on Instagram at Miraluna, M-E-A-R-A-L-U-N-A. For more great content, you can also send me DMs or with questions or comments if you have any, and I will respond as soon as possible. And if you love this episode, please take a screenshot of you listening and throw it up on your social media so more people can find it. Lastly, I have this really awesome program called my Inner Aura Program that shows you your own unique gifts and innate psychic gifts so that you can live your best life and you can tap into intuition, tap into your creativity, and connect with source and universal messages. I promise it's unlike anything else out there on the market, and if you need any more information about it, you can send me a DM on my Instagram, or you can go to my website, miraluna.com. With that, let's get into the episode. So the other day, While on Facebook forums, I saw a woman post about her experience as a queer woman trying to get spiritual guidance. While she's been very drawn towards attractions to women, feeling like she wants to date other women, she went to some psychics for some guidance, and her spiritual healer she went to ended up telling her that Her soulmate was coming, and he was going to bring her lots of happiness, and they were going to live happily ever after and have many babies together, and it was going to be delightful and wonderful. And she was really upset, and she was posting in this forum asking if this was a sign from the universe, if this was a message from the universe, that the the universe was trying to tell her she was straight and that she shouldn't trust her own feelings. And one of the people who responded to her comment told her that the woman she saw wasn't a true spiritual healer because that woman clearly spoke from ego and not directly from source. And he emphasized that a true healer speaks only the truth straight from the universe and their words are never colored by ego. And wow, (laughs) I wish that was the case. And I'm about to share a really controversial opinion, especially as somebody who is a spiritual healer and is running a business as a spiritual healer. There's not a single leader, spiritual or otherwise, that speaks directly from source or from the universe without any influence from their own egos. There's just not. And that doesn't mean everybody who is a spiritual healer has their own agenda. I know I, for one, am always trying to convey the clearest and truest message that comes through. You know, I'm not trying to color it with my beliefs. And I believe most spiritual healers think this way. Most spiritual healers 
want to be healers. They want people to have their best life. And I bet that that spiritual healer this original woman went to is exactly the same. She may have been getting messages from the universe that her client was going to meet her soulmate and live happily ever after and have a very fruitful life. But because it's coming from energy, there is levels of translation that happen. Even the most gifted verbal channels, like I'm a verbal channel, most of my messages don't necessarily come in pictures. So some people tend to be more seers and some people tend to be more audio listeners, hearers. (laughs) So if you are a seer, you tend to get pictures as your messages and then have to interpret those pictures with your words. And then if you hear things, which would seem to be the most direct form of messaging, it's still a translation. It's still a search for the right word. And when you're getting messages that are meant to encompass the universe, sometimes a word in English or whatever language you speak is not going to do the job. And and so I would highly advise you to not put so much pressure on your spiritual leaders to be perfect, but also give yourself more credit. Because I think we've, for a long time, given away our power to people we we trust as leaders. If you look back at history, we relied over and over and over again on theoretically perfectly divine leaders. And it was a really mixed bag. Even the Bible has sections that are questionable. Any sacred text has sections that are, are so true. And then other sections where it's... Hmm, little questionable. And it's because it is coming through a person. It is coming through a vessel that even at their absolute best is is translating. And, and there can always be errors in translating. Like just think back to that game you may have played as a kid, Telephone, where you sat in a line and one kid on one end would whisper a message to the kid next to them and that message would be passed down secretly to the end of the line and you would win the game if the message at the end was the same as the message at the beginning. But more often than not, the the true fun of the game was that the message at the end was very different. It's not because people weren't trying their best, although there were some quote-unquote bad apples that would try and mess up the message, but most of the time people were trying their best, and the combination of whispering and nervousness and whatever meant that the message could get garbled, and the same is true for your spiritual leaders, is 99% of them are doing their best and are providing messages of truth, But the exact language that is used is maybe not necessarily the key. And if something doesn't resonate, if something feels wrong, first of all, I'd ask for clarification. I personally love when I can create that conversation and try and clarify some messages because as a healer, as a channeler, there are some times when I get a message and there's a very strong feeling to it, but it's hard to put into words. And so sometimes the words that are chosen may fit how I see it, but may not fit how how you hear it, how your interpretation of hearing those words. So if I get a chance, if you say, hey, that, that didn't really resonate with me. Do you have any clarification? Maybe I don't. And that's just on the table. 
But most of the time, there was a feeling there that was hard to communicate in a few words or even a lot of words. And so that gives me a chance to walk it through a little bit more and and see how you're viewing the situation so that I can tailor my translation to be a little more fitting based on the feeling. It's not changing the actual message. It's just refining the message because there there is a level of refinement. What's most important is that you learn to pay attention to your inner feelings. And so that original woman, her story I think, I think her guide could be correct, that she's going to meet a soulmate and she's going to have a fruitful life. But we all have some blind spots, so maybe the universal message was love is coming to this client, but maybe her spiritual healer was a straight woman or man and assumed that her client was also straight. And so even though the universe didn't use gender language, which I've never gotten a message from the universe with gendered language, anytime I've used a gender, it's for the ease of language and either I know the person's gender or I make an assumption. And so again, the universe doesn't really work in terms of genders. And so I've, I can't say for everybody, but I've never personally had a message come through that defined gender one way or another. It might say love is coming, but it, I've never had a message that specifically said love is coming and your love will be in the form of a man or a woman. Her spiritual healer probably was accurate in that her love was coming, but yes, there are blind spots. I like when people ask for clarity. I like when people come back and say, hey, I'm actually interested in women, not men. Was that message of love only for men? Where I could clarify and say, I'm so sorry for my blind spot. No, the universe just said love was coming to you. Trust yourself, trust your instincts, trust where you feel called, that the love is going to come where you feel it is right and that the universe is not trying to define you to love certain people. So you're never going to meet a healer who is perfect. But that doesn't mean we don't go to healers anymore. That doesn't mean we don't ask for guidance from other people. It's actually a beautiful gift because you're going to receive different messages and you're going to get different pieces of the puzzle if you go to different people. What's important is not to find all the people and have them paint your life for you. We're really entering an age where people can make their own lives, where you're really being called to trust yourself. So we don't need more perfect healers because it's a fallacy and it's just not happening. And when we assume that especially our spiritual leaders are perfect it allows for a lot of controversial boundary crossing that's not okay, but there's a need to conceal these transgressions, sometimes very serious transgressions, because it will ruin the illusion of perfection. And if you build your whole life, your whole practice, your whole business on being a perfect, infallible truth of the universe, if things come up that are very obviously issues, then your whole world comes crumbling down. Whereas if you own the fact that we're all human beings here and we're all 
trying to do the best that we can, but there's room for error, it actually builds more trust because, yeah, you can trust the parts that really resonate and you can trust the messages that really ring true, but if messages don't ring true, you don't have to feel like you need to listen. You don't have to feel like you have to believe that as truth too, having to ascribe to all of her beliefs as my own. Now, should we point out things that we think are crossing the line? Knowing that your your guides are flawed means that we ignore their flaws or throw out the flaws and say, well, yeah, they're flawed, but we can ignore that because they are good on this area. It's also not that either. It's, yes, we honor them for the gifts they provide, and then we have serious conversations about what they don't provide. And maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it's just we have differing beliefs and it's not a big deal. But if it turns out that nefarious activities are actually happening, we should be in the place to call it out and point it out and understand that we are not damaging our connection to spirit by doing this. We are strengthening our connection to spirit because we are following our own truths. If you're curious about what are good ways to call people out, please go check out my episode on call-out culture. (laughs) But again, it's time for us to learn how to trust ourselves. So yes, we can and we should use our networks to find guides, but guides are not who will define our entire lives. They are guides. They help us see our blind spots. They help us look at things in new ways. They help us realize when we're stuck in one way of seeing things. They are guiding us. I guide people, but ultimately, and what I think is most important for all of us to learn right now and to appreciate is to trust yourself. Trust what resonates, trust what doesn't resonate and follow that. There's Historically, we've been taught to follow certain leaders and let them think for ourselves because knowledge was restricted. But now knowledge is easy to come by and it's time for you to do your own research. It's time for you to listen to your own intuition, follow your own heart and figure out what resonates and what doesn't. And so you can get a spiritual reading that might resonate on a lot of really amazing levels and you can really own that and appreciate that and follow that guidance. But you don't have to throw out the whole reading if some of the stuff doesn't resonate. You can appreciate that not everything is truth because some person who speaks some truth has spoken it. There can be truth intermingled with not truth and there can be truth intermingled with truth that doesn't fit for you and so it's really important for you to learn yourself and learn how to recognize what is resonating and what is not resonating as people get comfortable with learning themselves and trusting themselves us as leaders as healers also need to get comfortable and own our own ego and our own blind spots We need to know it's okay to make mistakes just like everyone else. And the more we can own these errors in interpretation and acknowledge them as mistakes, the more we can learn. The more people can reach out and tell us that we missed the point or we missed the mark or that we used a pronoun that that was misleading. And so that next time we can be a little more inclusive. We can be a little more well-rounded in our readings And the more people learn to trust themselves, the more we have this symbiotic relationship between healer and client and customer. 
because healers are trying to do their best, but if we're not getting any feedback, we just have to assume we're doing it right. And if clients aren't trusting themselves, they're just assuming also that we're right. Whereas if we can really start up these conversations where clients can say, well, this resonated and this didn't, or I'm really trusting this, but I'm not trusting that, then the healer can come back and say, oh, yes, 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 let me clarify and refine this, or I stand by what I said before, but I trust that you will make the best decision for yourself. And so we really are creating a community interaction that leads to greater intelligence, greater understanding, greater diversity, and, and greater wisdom on all fronts. And it really empowers both sides of the situation, both sides of the interaction to be key players in it. Because when you are getting a reading, you are a key component. You are a key component to your spiritual awakening, to your spiritual up-leveling. You should be an active participant. You can't spiritually awaken when you've given all your power to somebody else. Yes, before we had a few people that got very clear information, and so they were our guides, but even people back to Buddha and Christ gave us ways of living, but it was still up to us to meet those ways, to do it in our way. And then other people came in and added a bunch of rules, and we thought we had to follow this that rule and that rule against our own beliefs of truth. But it is really now a shifting view. It's time for us to shift, to shift our viewpoints from this this view that we have to follow the rules of other people and that we are not a key player in our up-leveling because we're we're the only player in our up-leveling. Yes, guides are helpful, but they are just guides. They're just helping us learn the lessons we're meant to learn in this life. If we're not open to the lessons, if we are trying to live our lives as other people, we're not going to up-level. We're not going to live the life we are meant to live. And as healers, if we're so stuck in our dogma, in our viewpoints that we can't see the potential for flaws, we are on the fast track to misguiding people and misleading people, even if we don't want to. If we're not open for critical conversations, then we are playing into our ego and letting our egos own the conversation, which is not truth. This is not knowledge from universe that we're trying to share at that point. It's maybe a kernel of universal wisdom and a lot of ego interpretation. And so we need to have these critical conversations and we need to have trust between healers and clients. We need the clients to trust themselves. We need the healers to trust themselves, but we also need them to trust each other. We need the healers to know that they're human. We need the clients to know that they're human and that mistakes can happen, that misinterpretations can happen, that important pieces of information might be left out because the healer didn't know that it was important information. It may have made sense to the healer who was getting all of this information, but it might not make sense to the client. And the healer needs to know that the client is coming from different perspectives and might have different, different views or see the world in different ways. And the healer might not know the correct language, may not automatically use 
use the correct language and will have a much more productive healing session if they learn the correct language and can speak more in tune to that language. Because again, when we get messages, sometimes it's very clear and sometimes it's a little murky. And when we, usually when it's murky, it's because it's outside of our healing, our perspectives of healers, it, it's hard to find words when a truth is coming through that you've never experienced. <laughs> and so if somebody can then help clarify or help point out where it's going, then it, it makes it easier. It's, oh, I've never experienced this. I've never been a part of this. This has been coming through, but now I have the language. Now you've provided me the language to give you the guidance that the universe is trying to, to give you. And we need to trust our clients to be smart, good people, and let them discern the truth. When we try to force everything we speak to be truth, or when we try to force our spiritual leaders to speak only truth or get banned from the title, we end up with all sorts of convoluted rules and restrictions in the world. Forcing people to believe every word you speak creates more people who feel wrong and broken and rely on everyone except themselves for truth. Forcing people to trust every word you speak does greater harm than not sharing truth at all. We need people to realize their unique gifts. We need people to look at the world with love. We need people to find the path that fulfills them so that our whole earth can rise to a more beautiful and benevolent level. We need to own our imperfections. We as leaders need to acknowledge our blind spots and ask our clients to kindly call us out. Even spirituality is a practice that requires growth. That's something else that's often overlooked is connecting to spirit, channeling. It seems like a, you flip a switch and suddenly you're good at it, but that's not true. It's a practice and you have to get practice at interpreting things because you do have ego messages happening sometimes simultaneously. And it is a practice to get good at knowing what is really from source and what is not, what is also coming in. And also it's a practice at getting clearer messages. And usually when you begin, you get more vague messages. And as you practice, as you refine and lean into it, that's when the clearer messages start to come in. So point out our miscommunications or our moments of ego. So to let us grow, let us clarify. Never hearing that we misspoke keeps us speaking from ego. We are community, both healers and clients. There's not true separation. There's only an illusion of separation between healers and clients because of our history. But we're all on the same level. We are a community that can all help each other grow. And we must all help each other grow. And so this requires us telling our spiritual leaders that something doesn't resonate. So they can either give more clarity or they can become more aware of their potential for ego, or they can help you realize a blind spot because sometimes something doesn't resonate because you have a blind spot and somebody standing in their worth and clarifying will help you go, oh, that was a piece I was missing. So find healers who resonate with you. This is important. You want to find people who are good at channeling messages for you and whose messages do resonate, who can be your guides. Because I'm not saying throwing, throw out guides. We all need guides, whether it's spiritual guides or therapists or really good friends, we all need guides that are going to give us these other perspectives and, and show us our blind spots. But don't give away your power and your understanding of yourself. Even with people you really trust, you have to always run through a filter of whether it resonates or it doesn't. Just because somebody you trust has given you advice doesn't mean you have to follow that advice to a T. Take what parts 
work for you and leave the rest behind. It's not personal. It's not an insult to their wisdom. It's they're offering what they know and you have to make the best for yourself because we are the experts on ourselves. These guides are helping us reconnect to our truest selves, but you, you are always the expert on you. And so it always has to come back to whether it resonates with you or it doesn't, whether you want to make that change or you don't, whether you want that advice or you don't. It all comes back to you and your choices. So let's do everyone a favor and take off the demands of perfection from any one person's shoulders. Let's lean into our collective intelligence as our guide and let's fall back to the truest knowings deep in our heart. Let's fall back on our knowing. But again, there's community out there to help, to up-level this communal intelligence. But when it comes down to it, when it comes down to who you are and what you need, it's got to always come back to you. Sometimes when we get hung up on the words, we start to get back into that, there's rules, 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 rules. And the universe isn't never sending us rules. The universe is sending us guidance. The universe is sending us potentials. So try not to focus too much on the language used and focus more on what the overall message is, how it resonates, how it feels, and what kind of things it's trying to convey rather than the actual specific words used. Unless a specific word or sentence really resonates, and pay attention to that because that's your intuition. Those are your spirit guides saying, hey, yeah, that was us. That was us that said that. Pay attention. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, make sure you're subscribed, give it a five-star rating and review on iTunes, and grab a screenshot of you listening to put on your social media. Remember, you can follow me on Instagram and share your thoughts at Miraluna. And check out my website at miraluna.com. Check out my Inner Aura program. Learn your psychic gifts. Become the spiritual healer you are always meant to be. And if you have any questions, feel free to send me comments, concerns, etc. on my social media. Thanks for listening and see you in the next episode of Truly Whole Heal Your Soul Podcast.